Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Yellow Jackets Hive After Dark. I am Media Melanie here with... And I'm Emily. And today we have two very special guests coming into the Hive. So why don't we all give a giant buzz, buzz, buzz for Jenna Burgess, who plays Melissa, and Maya Lowe, who plays Jen. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining us. This was uh, quite the episode this week. Um, have <laughs> friends and family been reaching out to you both like crazy with their thoughts and everything? Uh, not this week. No, okay. You? Yeah, I had a couple of people come up to me recently um, that saw this last episode and were like very shocked by it. Yeah, yeah. a little, a little disturbed for sure. I yes. don't know where my friends are at. I don't know. I watch it. <laughs> Calling Jenna's friends. Silence. Calling Jenna's friends. <laughs> well, who knows what's going to happen next week? Maybe all the calls are going to be coming next week. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe They came before know. the baby was born. I got a lot of, you're going to eat the baby texts. So. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes. The baby episode. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we do a thing called Yellow Jackets Would You Rather. And we just want to would you rather you both. Emily, why don't you start with Maya? Okay, so would you hide out in the cave indefinitely risking further starvation or take your chances pulling a card? Oh, that is a good one. Um, mm, I, I think I'd hide out in the cave. I think yeah. I'd have to. Just after, I mean, even re-watching that scene, um, it's so nerve-wracking. I, I could never put myself through it. No. Jenna, how about you? Oh, definitely the cave. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't even real. And I was like nervous doing that scene. Like every time Sam made her way around that circle and it got to me, I was like, <gasps> like <laughs> and I knew what card I was going to pull, but I just like, it got to me. So mm -hmm. could do that in real life. Were there multiple takes on that scene or was it one and done? Uh, that took like 13 hours. That was, oh, like, hours. Wow. that was like one of our longest scenes. It took the film the entire season. Wow, wow, 13 hours. That's crazy. What was the longest yeah. scene aside from that one? Eating Jackie, perhaps? The baby scene. That was quick. That was quick. Ba okay. The baby scene um, was split up in a lot of ways. So that was over the course of a few days. So I'd say the baby scene did take a long time, too. Yeah. yeah. I would okay. imagine. All yeah. right. Hey, so uh, our friend uh, Kim Sirico is going to come on. She wants to ask you each a question. Um, she does some YouTube videos, Media Mondays, Yellow Jackets Reactions. Hey, Kim, welcome. Hi. Hey, all right. Why don't you start with your question for Jenna? Sure. Okay. So my question for you, Jenna, is I've seen a lot of people asking where you and Maya came from since season two started. <laughs> does that drive you crazy? Ah! <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> um sorry can you finish that because i started laughing oh yeah no worries um so apparently they didn't i guess they don't realize that you and jen were background characters in season one yeah how do you feel about those comments um i'm okay with them because i didn't know where we came from either um <laughs> <laughs> it makes more sense when you're there and you're on the set and you see they're actually quite um they're good with the extras like but when you kind of splice it together, like when I watched season one, I was like, "I who are these people? And then being on set and realizing that they're actually pretty good at it. 
is just confusing to the viewer. And I think they do that on purpose because yeah. still a work in progress. But um, Melissa was always there. Melissa was just hanging out in the back, doing her own thing and not really speaking up. And you can kind of see as the episodes go on, you see her character grow a bit. And that's just, it's kind of do or die. Like you kind of have to speak up at this point because yeah. um, starvation, it's cold. And yeah. And I know Maya has a completely other side of that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was there first season and um, I was lucky enough to be brought back and, and be able to um, kind of develop a character um, in another way. But yeah, it was definitely like an interesting experience um, going from kind of being more in the background and really observing stuff to then being in it and being there with Jenna and sharing a lot of moments together. Yeah. yeah. And I know someone's asking if we made up backstories um, a little bit in our head, but it's, it's tough when you're in there as a supporting character and you only have so many lines to play with. And you, as an actor, you want to make sure you have a foundation for yourself to work off of, but yeah. it's way too far with something you've made up in your head. You don't know if the writers are going to give you something completely in the other direction the next week. So as an actor in that position, it was kind of um, interesting to kind of like, you're kind of in this gray area. So, yeah, yeah, but I have some like head cannons in my head that I'll keep to myself, but if they ever come through, I'll, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> All right. Love that. Um, Kim, what's your other question? Yeah. So, um, Jen, I am also from Victoria, BC, by the way, I saw that on your IMDb and thought that was cool. Um, Amazing. I'm wondering what you think of all the theories that you are pit girl from the pilot. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think they're, I think they're awesome. I think they're so funny. Um, I do. Yeah. I get some comments sometimes on Instagram talking about my demise and how I'm going to die. I mean, it's not in a mean way, but I think they're pretty funny and me and Jenna talk about them pretty often and I get it. I mean, we're, we're all going to theorize and we, as the cast, we theorize all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and Pit Girl is like a huge deal. It's been there since episode one, season one, you know, like it's a huge thing. So I, I mean, I love the theories, keep them coming. I'm always so interested by it. And um, that's so cool. You're from Victoria too. I, I love the Island. I'm going back there this weekend. So um, that's awesome. But yeah, that, that's what I'd say. Um, I think the theories are awesome and I'm never offended by it. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's so much fun, all the speculating. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's our livelihood, basically. So we do it too. Yes. We do it too. Um, we're oh, yeah. just a couple episodes ahead of you guys, but we're doing all the same things in our trailers. So, yeah. And, and I think someone asked also, like, does the cast have a betting pool going on? Who else might survive to be rescued? And we discuss it all the time. Like, it is something that we're always, we see things in scripts and then we bring it up together. Like, honestly, on set, a lot of our time is spent theorizing. Um, Are we Reddit no lurkers? Reason. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, Shelly, <laughs> we are there. Time. I think we're all there. I, I think everyone's admitted that they go into the Reddit because we want to know too. And like, we have theories and we're like, well, what does mm -hmm. the Reddit people think? Because then we can like expand on our theories of what we might know <laughs> that you guys don't. Mm -hmm. So of course, yeah. Awesome. I love that you guys look at Reddit, but I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had Luciano on earlier in the season and he said the same thing. He'd go on after each episode and look at all the different hobby theories and, you know, hobbies a bear, this and that. So it's nice that you guys are lurkers there. It's really fun. So yeah, yeah we enjoy sure. that. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. Um, catch Kim's Media Monday uh, Yellow Jackets recaps on YouTube. And uh, she's on, on Facebook, very active in the Facebook group. And are you on Reddit as well? Sometimes. I'm Sometimes. more of a lurker than a poster. Right. Hear that. Hear that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Kim. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye, Kim. Bye. All right. So let's dive into uh, some of our questions here. Um, starting with Maya, we heard you initially audition for Mari. Can you tell us about the progression from that audition to being cast as Yellow Jacket number one and then actually getting a name in season two? Totally. Yeah. Um, so I think as we got into filming, there was a lot that everyone was still figuring out. Um, there's such a huge cast with the show. So um, the way that we started out the season and the way we ended it was so different from what any of us expected. So, um, yeah, I originally auditioned for Mari, um, and I got to know casting and, and the production through that. And then, um, casting reached out about, uh, two more characters coming on, which was Yellow Jacket 1 and 2. And, um, I was thankfully booked as, um, one of them. And, um, yeah, so when I was brought on, I had no clue what was going to happen, what my future was, how long I'd be on the show. Um, we did that entire season and I stuck around. And then, of course, I was like, okay, I'm hoping season two, I'm there again. And then um, season two came around and they um, brought in these new three new characters. And um, I taped for Jen so that they could see um, how, you know, my personality fit into these people. And um, I got Jen and again, as we started filming, I still wasn't, none of us really knew where it was going to go. Um, but then I met Jenna and I met Nuha and we kind of were able to like talk about it and figure out how our dynamics are. And as each script kind of came out, I got a better idea of who this character was. And, um, and then it eventually just kind of became easier once you know, um, the people that you hang out with. And for me, it was Melissa. So, um, uh, we were oh. just able to build off of each other yeah it was so fun it was so fun and that's why for most of our scenes we're together we're working off of each other so yeah. um that was kind of the story behind it but yeah none of us really knew where it was gonna go um season one and i had no clue so i'm really happy with with where it landed excellent so this question is for jenna did you watch the show before you auditioned and can you tell us more about the process of getting cast for season two yeah. Um, I had heard of it because I worked on Night Agent with Sarah for one episode. Um, and so when we were in the cast tent that day, we were talking about it a little bit. And um, and so it was on my radar, but I never actually watched it because I, I don't actually watch a lot of TV. Um, definitely more of a book person. But I got the audition maybe end of July, beginning of August. And I read it and it was one of those auditions that you get and you're like, damn it, I'm not going to get this because I love this. And so um, I was like, this is perfect. She plays soccer. I play soccer. I love horror. So I was like, this is like, this is like a dream. Um, and then I watched the first episode thinking like, I'll just kind of get an idea of the tone. And um, as you do when you're an actor, you just kind of like pop into shows and stuff to see what it's about. Uh, and I ended up binging the whole series within a week. Wow. Um, yeah. It was so good. Um, and so I ended up putting myself on tape for it. Uh, <laughs> I did it with a coach, but I didn't turn on my microphone. And so oh. I had taped oh, no. this whole audition and then I didn't have any sound. 
But what I did have was a version I had done with a friend who was, came over to tape her own audition. Um, but she's like, do you want to just run yours once? Um, and I had just gone out of bed. I was not feeling very well. I was still in my pajamas. And we're like, yeah, sure. I'll just throw myself on my phone kind of so I can watch it back and tweak maybe here and there. And um, <laughs> that's the one I ended up submitting. So I got a call maybe two months later that I booked it. And I thought it was already cast. I auditioned for Alana by then. Um, oh, Callie's friend. Okay. Which some people thought I did get that part, which was kind of funny because that's the part when I got a text from my agent saying Yellow Jackets is interested. I thought it was Alana because that's the one I had submitted maybe five days prior to that. So, right. Um, it ended up circling back to Melissa, and at that point, I had seen the Instagram. It looked like they were filming, and I was like, oh, I didn't get that one. That's a shame. So, yeah, it was like it just so funny <laughs> that it came back around. Um, yeah, and I'm just so grateful that it happened because not only is the show amazing, but I've made a lot of good friends on the show. So Aww. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is great. And what a different experience that would have been being in the present day timeline versus the wilderness. I mean, talk about night and day. So yeah. um, I mean, you must be very happy where you landed. Yeah. And my when I got the part, when by the time I auditioned for Alana, my hair was a very dark brown color. Um, so when I got the part, I was like, oh, maybe I'm the girl in that pit. And then I got there and they're like, we're dying blonde. So um, you're like, yeah. safe for now, safe for now. For yeah. now. Yeah. We, I don't know. Um, but I see some comments. Um, do we fan edits? I love the fan edits. I have a folder of like other fan cams that I, from other shows that I'm just like, these are just fun to watch. And I don't know why they're so addicting to watch, but when I see myself on them, it's like, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, very grateful. I love that. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We had Nuha on uh, a few weeks ago and that was a lot of fun. We actually brought a fan on that played her crystal edit for her, which was really cute. So uh, we, we love all the fan edits and all that stuff as well. And it's cool that you guys pay attention to it. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see like everything. I see most <laughs> things. Yeah. yeah. I'm on TikTok right. all day. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too, ah, me too. That's fantastic. You guys <laughs> yeah. have had some really good TikToks too. Solid. Yeah. yeah. We filmed one the other day and I accidentally deleted it. <laughs> so I have to, yeah. yeah, we worked so hard, but maybe that'll we'll do it back. again. We'll yeah, do it again. Yeah, we'll have to film it again. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So the last episode was a real tour de force with lots of questions answered, but not one of the biggest ones, who is Pit Girl? Now, we just briefly talked about it, but do either one of you know who Pit Girl is, or do you just still have no idea? I don't know. You don't have to say it. who it is, but do you know? I mean, if you mm -hmm. can answer that. I mean, we theorize about who it is. Um, do we know for sure? I, I don't know. Um, it's a toss-up. I have no idea. It ch mine changes weekly. I get on these, like... <laughs> spiels in my mind of like who pit girl might be and then it changes because yeah there's just so many directions the show can go and past season two i don't know anything so yeah i'm i'm in the yeah. same boat as you guys right <laughs> okay so do you know yet if you're gonna be in season three <laughs> if you make it out of the finale um we don't know yet i mean if we make it out of the finale we would hope so yeah i think we yeah. would hope so 
Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like you guys are pretty safe because, I mean, you know, Javi's body should last. That should be some meat for a while. Yeah. You shouldn't have to That's draw nice. cards for a little yeah. while, hopefully. Totally. So. Totally. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Heather Danner is asking, we know you mostly shoot on a set, but we see times you shoot in real snow, such as on the lake or the chase scene. Does being in the elements help you get into character more than being on a soundstage does? Um, yeah, so we only did, I only did two days outside, um, which was in this episode and it was the chasing Javi and Natalie. Um, so it definitely like was nice to be actually outside in the snow for once. Cause we're both from Canada. So we know <laughs> you're familiar. <laughs> I'm, with it. I'm reading this comment on the screen. <laughs> these comments are great. I love these. Um, oh, you guys are great. Um, yeah, it's so when you're in like fake snow and you grow up in like a very snowy, well, Vancouver is not that snowy, so it's, it is what it is. But yeah, it definitely like grounds you a little bit more on what their experience actually is. And running in the snow is like running in sand, yeah. um, except your feet are cold and soggy. And <laughs> um, yeah, um, my, you did a whole season outside. So yeah, yeah I did. Um, yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough that we were shooting late spring, and then <laughs> aw, oh my goodness, what a throwback! Yeah, um, that was a night shoot. That picture, and um, that was one of our only night shoots. We went till like five in the morning, and that was kind of the one of the only times we really were cold out there. Um, so I can't really complain. But does it help? Like the elements help with the story? I I definitely think so. Um, especially in those first couple episodes for those who saw me in season one, I'm covered in blood and dirt. So that was two hours of makeup every single day. So as I'm sitting there and getting put in this stuff and I'm in a floral dress, like it really does help get into character and and you're constantly feeling like kind of yucky. And then to actually be in the forest for it, I I think it helped a ton. Um, And yeah, it is definitely different from shooting on a soundstage. Um, We had to play a lot more pretend with um how cold we are and being in the winter and we're also wrapped up in like three to four layers and we're in this cabin with a fire blazing and we're hot we are sweating yeah if you ever see Um, me in a blue sweater just know that the last thing i am is cold so. (laughs) (laughs) so hot in there so yeah it was definitely a challenge i think there were there's challenges with both but um i i definitely appreciated being in the forest for season one it was it was great Definitely. So this last episode, we lost Javi. That was just so tragic and and sad. Uh, Luciano is just so sweet. Can you each share what it's like after wrapping a big scene like Javi's death? Is there a heavy feeling when you're saying goodbye to a character in, in such a way? Or is it more celebratory of the work and what they've brought to the show and, and their character? Jenna could probably speak better to Javi's death. For sure. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of cathartic in a way because, um, of course, like we love Luciano and his mom's always there on set and they're just kind of like a pillar of like going to work every day and like seeing the same people. It's like when you're like work buddy quits and it's like, oh, now I'm stuck here alone. Um, so it's like when you see someone go like that, it kind of just sucks. But um, <laughs> same with Crystal, right? Me. I mean, Nuha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her too, yeah. Love Nuha. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I think it was just kind of weird because when we were filming up in um, Squamish, DC, um, they kind of had Javi's body in this like wagon and someone was just kind of like wagging in it around like and there's like kids walking by after school i'm like here's spoilers but of course they don't watch yellow jackets so how are they gonna know but um, right right and then you're like sitting next to the real person and their like bodies just kind of like in the corner like smushed there in like the prop bucket so yeah it's it's tough though because i don't think his last day was like our last day with him so um it's like you want to be all sentimental but they still have like five days of work so yeah, of course. Um, mm. Allison's asking, did you attend his funeral party? She just saw an article about that. Were you guys there? Did you go? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a that was a rager. Uh, <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, his mom went all out. Yeah, his family's great. Um, yeah, we did karaoke, uh, some tequila shots. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> of course, of course. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had so much fun. Best That's awesome. Death party ever. All right. So Lisa, Lisa Matthews would like to know which scene was your favorite to film and which scene was the most difficult for each one of you? Um, I mean, most difficult, I can automatically say was the birth scene. Um, that was like spread over, I'd say two to three days. Um, we did have to do some reshoot stuff with it. So bringing it back bit later was hard because we were all kind of like okay let's leave that we're done and then it kind of had to get brought back again um I think that was really hard on everyone um it it was a really nice time for everyone to come together but I think just the overall mood on set even with the crew um it was really sensitive material and we hadn't really been faced with something like that before Jackie's death was one thing and Jackie like eating the body and stuff was one thing but to witness that kind of heartbreak right there over and over and over again um, is hard. And you have to be there also for the other people um, who are getting their coverage too. You know, you don't all just leave for that. You got to be there so that they can feel you as well. So um, we each had times where we kind of go take a break, but having to kind of witness that over and over, that was really, that was hard. Um, In terms of like favorite scenes to do, I think any ones that, we got to just be there and and all together in one room and each kind of be speaking. And it's the tone isn't so um, sad. I'd say like even our scene doing the circle moment, um, not that one, but <laughs> the one outside um, where we're doing a, one of the, you know, circle moments. And yeah. right. it, we were all kind of closing our eyes and there's snow going and we're holding hands and talking and um, in between takes, we're all just like facing each other and chatting. And I think when there's a scene like that where we're all kind of set up to, um, there's just nothing sad going on. It, right. it it gives us a really nice environment to just like have fun together, goof goof off, and all that stuff. So um, I'd say the circle scene was was one of my favorites, one of the more memorable ones from this season, where we were all just kind of bonding and hanging out. Oh, love that, Jenna. How about you? Uh, first, what was your most difficult one? Definitely same with the um, baby episode. I think um, Maya summed it up pretty good. And, you know, stillbirths and miscarriages are just heart-wrenching. And if you've ever been through that and know someone who's been through that, it's it's not something that you can just walk away from. So yeah. um, in my personal experience, knowing someone close to me that's been through that, it was definitely like 
not so traumatic in a way to bring it up, but just like having to, I mean, Sophie just did so brilliant. Everyone in that room was so supportive. And even when the camera wasn't on someone, like we were just all sobbing, like, and it was just, I think we all got a lot closer after that too. Um, so that was definitely very difficult. Um, rewarding in the same, same way. Um, and then my favorite was definitely when we got to do this last one and run outside in the woods. Um, and a lot of people are asking about the animal noises here. They kind of just let us wing it, um, yeah. which I, I don't know if I, <laughs> if that was the way to do it because I was like trying to like pin an animal in my mind. But like when you're running with like um, doing so many takes back and forth, and like it's just what comes out. And um, and then in between those shots, we all got so tired that we decided we were going to like book a massage. And like in between takes, we all had to like pass the phone around and be like, yes, my name is Jenna Burgess. Yes. Uh, um, and like try to book these things. And we put it down and be like, yeah, in action. And then we'd like run with our things screaming. <laughs> so it was, um, it definitely just was like a chaotic day. And it was, it was just so much fun. Ah, that's amazing. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go. sorry. Somebody in the comments just said you both play off each other while do you hang out during breaks. We hang out during breaks. We, for we sure. out, I think we hang out, we hang out like, once a week since two weeks ago so oh yeah <laughs> twice <laughs> oh yeah and even like on set when we're if we have like a scene break me and Jenna will like go to each other's trailers same with like Alexa and we all just kind of jump between each other's trailers and hang yeah. out so. we just kind of have a little book club in the mornings too it was kind of funny yeah there was oh. a yellow jackets book club we would just just be so cold in the mornings that we just like huddle in someone's trailer, put on the fake fireplace and read our books. So there is a book club. There is in fact, apparently maybe there's a lot, like everyone's a reader on this set. Like you could walk into Mm -hmm. the tent one day and we're all goofing around, but then there's moments, maybe two hours later, we'll have our like face in books. So do you all pass books around each other and share when you're done? Yeah, we give recommendations for sure. Um, And then we'll see each other reading a book that we want to read. And then we're like, how is it? And then we'll get into discussions about it. So that's always nice. Oh, yeah. We've heard there's some board game playing too. We hear that Kevin is maybe the most competitive out of everybody. Would you both say that that's accurate? Or is Um, there somebody else? You should ask Nia that question. <laughs> we're talking Nia to her wants, tomorrow, actually. We're talking Nia to her tomorrow. once made a comment. I don't know what time we were playing it, but Nia once made a comment that I was the only competition. So she was like seeking to get me out. Oh. And she, um, but then she would just go after me and I would keep losing. And I'm like, Nia, I don't think I'm the only competition here. So in my <laughs> mind, I think Nia, because Nia had it out for me for some reason. Um, Nia's was the only competition. Yeah, yeah, she's quite like a backhanded compliment you. there. <laughs> oh, oh, that is funny. Um, so one of our favorite scenes is the one where you guys were talking about Crystal's body, and you're like, "Well, I'm not saying I want to, but it would be disrespectful to the wilderness to waste it." That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> is it difficult bringing the humor into such a dark show? Um. I think I think in a way, yes. Yellow Jackets has a dark humor to it. It's actually so funny. This season especially yeah. is very funny. But it's because I think no one's playing it to be funny. It's from a place of like real honesty. Real yeah. Yes. It's kind so, of like no one else is gonna say it, but we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when we went into We're all thinking it and started filming it, it was um it was different, I think, when we first started running it and then we as we worked with Anya more and more it ended up landing in a different place, but I'm so happy with where it landed. I, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't us trying to make it funny, I'd say, but 
really trying to play like the authenticity of the situation yeah. and, and it's yeah. kind of such a depressing like situation they're in too and totally. as actors we're always yeah. kind of cracking jokes so when we can get kind of that sense of like humor into the scene it's just kind of funny to play with it because again we're just kind of saying what everyone's thinking um and yeah. and they're like 16 years old too so you almost have to kind of like this like teenage rationalization is just um it's not quite as an adult I'm not that much older but you know as an adult like um it's just kind of a different mindset so you kind of just have to like kind of stoop back a couple of years and um go back to the prefrontal lobe um, life and yeah yes um we heard in an interview from sophie nelise that there was a scene cut out that explains more about the process of how y'all decided to draw the cards Uh, do you recall (laughs) that and are there any additional details because it seemed like it escalated fast right they're like oh hey we just arrive and then you know like hair clip on the thing and you know let's draw cards and the chase like it escalated fast yeah, I think Maya and I both had some good moments in that scene that we were kind of <laughs> bumped to see get cut yeah. out, which is probably why we were like, yeah, let's do an interview after that one. So yeah, maybe you should have talked yeah. to us last week. But um, it's such as being in the TV business, um, some scenes just have to go. Um, pacing, um, whatnot, little things here and there. Um, it was a good scene. Um, I'm sure remnants of it will pop up later and they'll take things and elements of that and put into something else so you guys can see that but um yeah 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 it was it was a good one that's I'm happy Sophie acknowledged it because yeah it got cut but um there was some really you know there was just some good moments and there's some funny moments so um but then the first time sorry I'm interrupting no you're good No, you're good. Um, I just, you know, I was just thinking that, like, I think with the tone of the episode too, and just what was happening, I think it it made sense um, to that the scene might not be there. So um, at the end of the day, made sense. But yeah, I think we were all we all had a little attachment to that scene. I'd say. Yeah, everyone, every character had a good little moment in there, but. Yeah. Ah, I hope they release it. I would love yeah, to be able same. to see yeah, that. So. Maybe one day. Yeah, um, bring back some deleted scenes. That might yeah, be that nice. was the one time you heard my name said out loud too. And I actually had to kind of like ask Sophie. I was like, Sophie, would you would you say it? Because she was saying something. Um, Shauna was saying something to me. And I was like, you just slip it in there. Say Melissa. <laughs> and I got approval from Bart and Ashley to do it. And <laughs> so if you're not in the internet, I don't know if everyone knows what my name is so it's uh yeah well huh well hopefully we can see that scene someday oh my goodness yeah i I would love to see it so we saw a lot of hallucinations this season and one of them turned out to be jen was referred to as i'm sure you have heard rabies girl (laughs) rabies girl yeah very affectionately called that um what went into filming that scene and like how did you like channel the Mm. like animalistic nature of like having to do that absolutely um so if anyone's seen my other interviews about yellow jackets I've, i've talked about this and it's it's funny to me because the the scene actually got changed pretty last minute so that morning I was sitting in makeup reading my sides for the day and I read over the scene 
because originally there was it was a didn't involve that but so then I read it and immediately I go in my head oh no like this is what it is now and this is very exciting but also I did not prep for this so immediately after makeup I um, go into my trailer and I'm on the floor practicing (laughs) how to be this animal and channel this animal and um, it was just very it was a quick time Um, but then we went to filming it and um, Jeff, the director was like, Hey, have you done animal work? And I said, actually I have. So I'm very grateful for my training um, and that I was able to use it. Um, So I, I ran, we did a little blocking with Steven and he's so wonderful to work with Um, specific animal. I'd say, um, I'd say more so of like a wolf. Because mm, there okay. was parts, um, not all of it obviously got in. We filmed quite a bit, but I'm swinging my arms. Like it's almost bear-like actually, but I'm moving a bit quicker than a bear. So um, yeah, we got a few runs at that. And it was really cool because, you know, of course we got to work with foam and drool, uh, which was great. And it helps add to the character. And then yeah. um, we also got to, I mean, if, you, if you've seen it, you noticed that I'm looking straight into camera. So I was actually pretending the camera, the lens was Steven and I actually just got to go at it over and over and over again. So it was a great environment to just play and have fun. And it was honestly that, you know what, that is my favorite scene from this. (laughs) That was the most fun I had this season for sure. um, That scene. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I think that it was perfect that way for me because I just didn't overthink it. I just kind of went for it and I'm happy with how it turned out. And Steven was a great scene partner. So Yes, you're also great. I mean, we just love watching all you guys together. It's been such a yes. great season all together. Um, and I think we've, we've answered most of our questions, but the last one that we had on our end was, if your characters make it to the present day timeline, are there any favorite actresses that either one of you would like to see play adult Jen and adult Melissa? Hmm. That is a good question. It's a hard oh, one. I have I have a name in mind. Give me two seconds. Okay. Yeah, look it <laughs> Make up. Make sure I get this right. Um, oh, my gosh. Jenna, you go first whenever you think of one. I honestly try <laughs> never to, like, think about that. Um, hmm. Just because Cameron Diaz. I've gotten Cameron Diaz before. Um, and it's funny. That. As, like, a young actress, the, an actor, like, <laughs> you play, like, you constantly go out for editions of like younger version of other people. There'll be like every TV show in town has like their will cast for like flashbacks. And so it's so much. Where did Maya go? Oh no. Oh, maybe her signal went out or something. Oh, that's she's oh, done. Hopefully she comes back. <laughs> she said 745. <laughs> it's 740. So I don't think she just failed. <laughs> Probably a signal thing. I'll text her. Maya. Someone is saying, um, Dustin saying Nev Campbell for Maya. Oh, here she is. I was looking for <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw that someone threw out um, Kate Winslet, and we all know that's not going to happen. Oh, that's a good but, one. But I think, like, as like an actor in general, that would be someone I'd love to play a um, younger version of. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And so you guys I are throwing out some great names. Guys. I have to Google these people. Yeah. I have one more question for you guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are super curious to know if either of you know the song that Misty was supposed to be humming before <laughs> Shauna punches her in the face. It's my favorite song. Um, yeah, it was called Key. 
okay so that's what yeah. people were saying and we all, all right. had to learn it but you never and we never ended up they made us learn this french song um that and then we got there and they're like you know what? actually never mind um hmm. so yeah yeah i don't know if it it'll was- come into play later on or not um yeah yeah we originally were supposed to hum it or sing it yeah. Um, everybody was so curious about that yeah it was arranged for the show um mm-hmm. and we were consistently singing it um, <laughs> yeah I'm all sure. the time it, be- it became like a thing um <laughs> we need a tiktok you know. for this we need a tiktok of it you yeah guys. we should yeah bring back key we'll bring yes. back key. also Hi. i found the person um jenna chan um she was okay. on crazy rotations and i love her i love her as an actress so she's, she's good person. yeah yeah all right well hey we'll we'll manifest both of your you know potential adult choices <laughs> that would be fantastic and let's hope that you both make it out of the wilderness uh, it sounds like we don't know yet about season three or maybe you girls know and you know can't share <laughs> we get it yeah. we get it um yeah. but Thank you so much both for joining us. This has been awesome. And we are all very excited for the finale next week. On a scale of one to 10, how crazy is the finale? Oh, I mean, I'm going to say a 10. I I think there's some stuff that happens. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. So, yeah, I think if we didn't see it coming, you guys probably won't see it coming, but it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting you guys to start hunting each other yet. So I was surprised by this episode, too. Mm-hmm. It keeps on giving. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sure does. Well, thank you both for joining us. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can catch thank up you. later at some point again. But yeah. uh, until then, uh, thank you both for bringing so much awesomeness to Yellow Jackets. And we cannot wait to see what is in store for both of your characters. Oh, thank you. Thanks for bringing us on. So much fun. Of course. Thanks for being here. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. 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 All right. There we go. Well, that was fun. Yes. That was so much fun. Yes. And, you know, as all the fans are saying in the comments, I hope to see you both a lot longer. I know that we're definitely hoping they make it to the present day. And hopefully we get some kind of a big reveal about that in the finale. That would be great. I love hearing that it's going to be a 10 on the crazy scale. So I mean, last this episode was pretty crazy. Like the last like 15 minutes of this episode, like I feel like it was like Doom coming 2.0. Like... It was so intense for the last like 15 minutes. Like it, it blew my mind. It really did. I mean, as we talked about, this was a tour de force of questions answered and um, things that happened. Our, our top three buzzworthy moments of this episode, uh, number one, Ben's discovery underneath the tree. We've speculated forever that there is some kind of underground shaft or mining situation or something. And so we got it. We got a cave, yeah. which could likely be a tunnel. And something we'll discuss more in our recap tomorrow. Ty's lantern was down in the cave, if you look really carefully. And uh, Kim actually just sent us a picture. We'll share it on the recap tomorrow. But uh, I think that proves that Dark Ty was Javi's friend. Unless, like, she points out, like, when she takes the lantern, she points out that there's already a lantern missing. So... Unless that lantern was the lantern there, but that would mean like Javi obviously took it. 
and brought it down there. And that's where he was. And that's how he was able to survive. Like, I'm assuming that's how he was able to survive. And since he's dead, like, we're never going to get, like, a concrete answer, which, like, sucks. Sucks so much. It does. And Ken is asking, what about the bones, little human? I thought that at first and I texted Emily right after. I'm like, do you think it's the baby bones? And she's like, no, Melanie, it is definitely (laughs) animals. And I was like, okay, you're right, Emily. You're right. They're they're not baby bones. Um, Oh, this is an interesting comment. Let's see. Do you think Nat will take the gun and go live with Coach? Well, that would certainly be interesting. I don't know how he's going to climb out of the underground. I yeah, I even with winterized crutches, like I don't, I don't understand with one leg. You know, I mean, I don't think his upper body strength is there. They're all very much hallucinating about things. How is he going to get out, Emily? I don't know. And once he does, like I'm assuming, anyways, that he's going to keep this place a secret and he's not going to tell them about it. Because who knows, maybe he'll need to use it himself. Like, because can you imagine, like, if he would have been present, like, for this hunt, like, he would have had to pick a card. Like, and, like, how is that fair? Like, if he were to be the one to pick the queen card, like, how is that even fair? Right. And I mean, initially, they weren't even going to do the hunt, though, right? They were just going to have Shauna, you know, slit yeah. Nat's neck, and then it evolved That's into the true. hunt, which brought it back to Mirror the Doom coming, to your That's point. And, true, yeah. um, you know, seeing Shauna's flashback to that moment, too, where she, you know, where um, yep. Travis had the apple in his mouth. Um, and, the deleted scene like we need to see the deleted scene of that discussion and I love that she said they both had a good moment there it's funny because when we were arranging the interview we were like you know what week would be a good week to come on and and they said this last week or this week and last week didn't work out so um we did this week but it's it's too bad that that scene was cut out so hey Showtime if you're watching we would love to see the deleted scene please share we're happy to play it on our podcast no problem (laughs) Yeah. No problem. Oh, and Nikisha said we need to start a hashtag or something. You know, we could definitely all do hashtag. Um, let's see, we'll have to think of something. Bring back the deleted yellow jacket scene. Way too long. We'll think of something shorter, but <laughs> let's all get on Twitter and ask Showtime about it. I feel like we really need to know how it all came about. But they yeah. deemed it unimportant since they cut it out of the show. So I don't know. That to me is like a puzzle piece that we could have like benefited from having. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vine, of course, Vine. Yellow jackets deleted. Why don't we <laughs> use hashtag Yellow jackets deleted and kindly ask uh, Yellow jackets and Showtime to share that deleted scene with us? We don't want to bug yeah. them too much because you know no one likes being bothered online all the time. So, um, but I think it would be a nice little fun campaign. So let's make it happen, everybody. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, Our second buzzworthy moment of this episode, Emily, was? It was the police searched the Sadeki household. And I kind of like encompass like the conversation that Callie has with Saracusa and the conversation that Jeff has with both Kevin and Saracusa, like in that, under that umbrella, because the conversation that Jeff had with them was like a lot. <laughs> yes. It was a lot. It was. And I I found it interesting that Saracusa mentioned about the clean cuts on the bones using mm-hmm. the serrated kitchen knife or electric knife or whatever. Yeah. How did he know that she was cutting up bodies out there? I mean, even if exactly. you suspect cannibalism, yeah. 
I don't know that you would have such a depth of thought of going there immediately. That's crazy. She says something like she has certain survival skills. So that made me wonder, like, what do people actually think happened to them out there? Or what do they know that happened to them out there? Because if he's, like, speculating that Shauna knows how to cut up a body, then they have to know something. They do. I, they absolutely do. And can we talk about Shauna kitchen knife hands for a oh second? I mean, I, I immediately, thoughts of Edward scissor hands popped right into my head. First yeah. of all, when it first happened and she walked through the door, I had a feeling it might not be real. And I was not surprised yeah. it ended up being, you know, Jeff's dream. But it was really funny. Like when, when Jeff was like, why did you think I'd be into this? I, I mean, just another really funny Warren Cole moment. I love him. Yeah. I yeah. love him. Um, and of course, the third biggest buzzworthy moment, even though it's really hard to pick because this episode had a lot of things happen, was uh, obviously the chase scene and Javi's death. Watching Javi drown was so... Oh so tragic. I mean, after, you know, we got a chance to speak to Luciano, he is just like the sweetest. And then having to watch him, you know, under the ice and, and Nat, I mean, can we just shout out Sophie Thatcher for a second yeah. too? Her she performance, she did. Someone on Twitter referenced her micro expressions and how much they brought to her Nat character. And I completely agree with that because just the refinement of her emotion and and mm -hmm. the evolution of it from the beginning, making the gloves for Javi and yeah. then having Javi come and, and try to help her, which is the mm -hmm. sweetest thing ever to bring her to his hiding spot. Yeah, you can and trust then, me. Yes, and, and this just really opens the door for knowing more about Nat's trauma. I mean, no wonder she's suffering so much. And I don't even know what the fallout's going to look like next week for Travis. I mean, we saw it a little bit on the preview, but yeah, it was Ooh. so sad to like watch her make the realization in her head that like, if she wanted to stay alive, that like he had to die. Like that was so sad because like you could see so many thoughts were running through her head. And obviously she was probably thinking about Travis before everything else. <sighs> Cause like what like what are they gonna say? Like are they just gonna come back and be like the wilderness chose so Javi died? Like Travis isn't gonna like is he gonna accept that as an explanation? Like he's yeah. falling yeah. in line with Lottie, but I can't see him like being like oh yeah my brother deserved to drown like. No, no, definitely not. And it should be noted, though, that Javi was the initial person who found mm -hmm. the Queen of Hearts card a few episodes ago in a background scene. If you were paying attention and really had the volume up, you could hear someone asking him, Javi, where did you get the Queen of Hearts? That was the only card that was missing from the deck. And yeah. so maybe the wilderness chose him sooner and it didn't matter who chose the card this time. It was going to be him anyway. He's the youngest. He was already gone for so long. So... Yeah. I mean, and, you know, he grew six inches, so um, he's probably got some high-calorie butt meat that they'll all be enjoying next week. So, yes. And, you know, I just wanted to go back quickly, too, to Allison's comment about Jeff telling Callie about the baby. So oh, yeah. this was a question answered. Jeff knows about Wilderness Baby. Yep. I love that he knows. We know he knows. But did Shauna tell him, or did he find out from reading the journals years earlier and never said anything? And good question. 
Yeah, because like he makes that one comment to her to Shauna about how they only have one kid. So maybe Shauna doesn't know, but he admitted to her that he read the journals. So like she knows that. And if she wrote about it in the journals, then she has to know he knows. Right, right. I, you know, like mine said, I'm glad he knows, honestly. And I think we're all glad because that just shows that, you know, that's like he said, it's it's his burden to bear too. It's it's not Callie's. It's something, you know, that happened. And, um, you know, the look on Callie's face when she found out, I think that was a turning point for her because yeah. it really helped her see more into her mom's trauma and, you know, maybe yeah. open up some empathy channels for her. Absolutely. I mean, she did say like, mom is like so fucked up. Like, she knows that her mom is not like, quote unquote, normal, if you will. Yeah. And and Jeff knows it too. So, whew, goodness. Well, there's going to be a lot to unpack with this episode, um, including um, Walter, uh, him heading out. Um, maybe he could have been Adam's bone marrow recipient. Well, we don't know. Um, Jeff and Callie's heart to heart, the hallucinations, nugget, of course. Uh, Lottie's poison concoction and sacrificial suggestion and uh, the necklace. We also confirm the necklace is the marker for Mm -hmm. the next person to die. So we have a lot to unpack in this episode. And tomorrow we will be doing a live stream at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Not only do we have Nia Sandaya joining us, but we also have Kelly McClure of Salon Magazine. So we're going to first interview Nia and then um, we are going to bring, um, we're going to go into the full recap like we normally do. Yeah. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Um, but before we go, we would also just like to shout out all of our awesome new patrons. Uh, we've got Malika, Lisa, Andy, Bluth Banana, Michelle, Heather, Danielle, Tara, Kim, Jillian, Nicole, Alyssa, and Jessica. Thank you all. We're so glad that you buzzed in. We very much appreciate you all, Patreon or not, for consuming our content, of course. So thank you. We very much appreciate that. And for everyone joining us tonight, that was so much fun talking to Jenna and Maya. um, And tomorrow's going to be great as well. So They seem to really love the comments, too. They did. I'm more so than anybody. I know that Nuha had read a couple of them, but um, yeah, they were very into it. So thanks for bringing great comments too, guys. Um, Yeah. Such a big part of the the show. The best part. (laughs) It it really is. All, everything about it. The speculating, the comments. Ah, we're so here for it. And there's only one episode left this season, everybody. Ah, And it, it may be a while until we get season three because of the writer's strike, but we fully support that. WGA Strong over here as a union member, of yeah. course, support that 100% and, you know, hope it um, hope it comes to an end in a timely fashion. But if not, it is what it is. And we've heard the cast is fully committed to waiting and we yeah. cannot wait for season three. Yep. Yeah. You said it. We can't wait. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, um, again, thank you all for joining us. Yes. Thank you, guys. And until we spill again.